Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to episode four of Babysitting Trevor with me, Chris Martin. And me, Carl Donnelly. And our adopted uncle, child, just just hero, hero, <laughs> Trevor Crook. Trevor Crook. Who's uh, on his way, uh, where we can find out how he got on with this week's tasks. Uh, the point of this podcast is each week we give Trevor homework to try and sort of just stop him from being so lazy yeah he's a comedian he's very funny but he doesn't he does not put in effort into anything <laughs> in his life he does not um anything other outside than, his living room yeah uh or going to the gym and just lifting weights yeah. every couple of days found out last week we're actually helping out yeah apparently his moods uh, are up and his reps are down <laughs> <laughs> so this week's homework we gave him uh my one was to so basically I was going to send him to an, an art exhibition, but now I thought I'd go with. Turned out to be a little family day out, didn't it? You it came. Was, I, I came as well, mate, and I'm not, you know, a museum goer. It's an art gallery. It wasn't a museum. Same, same difference. Absolutely I'll different. In the things. same bracket, mate. <laughs> what do you mean? What bracket? In the art gallery, museum bracket. <laughs> is that what else is in this bracket? Art gallery, museum, library. What? How are they in the same? They're thing? all stuff that you do, and you come out and going, I'm really clever. No. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? You come out and go, ah, oh, I'm so clever. Do you not get that? So when I'm reading the book, I'm reading it, but most of my brain's going, I'm so clever right now, I'm reading the book. Is that true? Yeah, do you never think that? When I'm, when I'm reading the book, I'm so good, I'm reading the book. And I'll read it for like <laughs> like eight pages, and I'll be, I'm going to reward myself with some TV now, because I just read a book. Eight pages? Yeah, that's good. This is some chapter. The book. Anyway, well, we know Trev went. Yeah, so we took him. Um, he he was very it. funny while we were there, yeah. but it'd be interesting to get his take. We didn't actually ask for any feedback. We thought we'd wait till we were recording to find out what he thought. Because that was quite a strenuous activity for Trev. Um, I gave him a much simpler one of just do something nice for Julia every day. Nice and simple. Um, reckon he did it? Uh, no. no. That is way... T- I mean, that is... That's, it's too much have, planning. I reckon a couple, he might have done a couple of nice things. You'd do something like... You'd like make like your girlfriend's name out of flowers and stuff. He'd probably I don't know, not burn anything would be like his... <laughs> His doing something nice categorization, yeah. but anyway, we'll find out. I, I, I'm hopefully did some nice things. Yeah, I reckon he did, and we've also got obviously uh, Trev's poem of the week, which has become a real treat. Which he said he was going to do about yoga. Yeah, he wanted to go back to yoga and do a poem. <laughs> he's just gone rogue. He's just gone rogue. He's just, <laughs> at least he's no. taking an active. Uh, it's, uh, that is he's the, the, the bull by the horns. Is the one thing he's really enjoying every week. Definitely, like, he looks forward to doing it. You can he tell. likes poems and other people's wives and partners. Yeah, that's it. We're really getting to know his yeah. <laughs> hidden layers. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode four of Babysitting Trevor, where me, Chris Martin. And me, Carl Donnelly. Help our friend. Friend. Adopted uncle. uncle. Uh, sort of 
ethereal foster figure. Foster son. <laughs> Can we say foster son? Foster, I, it's yeah. weird. I feel like you're my uncle and my son at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I do have that vulnerability that makes me childlike. <laughs> it's true. You do. So, so people are going, oh, poor Trevor, he's a bit fucking childlike, isn't he? And, um, <laughs> A child, take with, care a of child with a potty mouth. <laughs> right. uh, but, but this is Trevor yeah. Crook. Yes. This is Trevor Crook. We uh, we're helping helping your wife out, really, aren't we? Yeah, you are actually. Yeah, yeah. She uh, grateful? Well, is she grateful that we're helping? Yeah, yeah. She's um, very grateful. That <laughs> <I> sounded <laughs> dodgy. That I mentioned She thinks anything gets me uh, out of the house is good. So. Um, I think you're contributing to the happiness of our marriage, actually. The marriage has improved. That's what we're here for. we're doing this show. We are marriage counsellors. You are, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should start, we should start a spin-off called just Chris and Carl's Marriage Counselor. Yeah. What have you been up to, Carl, this week? What have I been up to this week? You've, had, you've been a busy boy. I've been a right busy. I'm so tired. I, uh, I've, I, been burning the, well, I've been burning the candle at both ends. You have, actually, haven't I've you? I've been... Uh, Working hard and partying hard. Where? Doing both. I went to Luxembourg for two days to visit one of my oldest friends. Popular destination for a holiday. Popular lads holiday destination, Luxembourg. On the first day, I did an all-day drinking session, started in the airport, and ended up at two in the morning in a children's play park. Uh, obviously, a, a band, not abandoned, but abandoned. it sounds bleak. wasn't abandoned. It just wasn't in use. Children have kids been here for years. Kids yeah. are in bed. There's a kid yeah, in a playpen at two in the morning, and just that ended kid up is... on like monkey bars and stuff at two a.m. Oh right. And there yeah. was a climbing wall, free climbing walls that my yeah. friend Garrett who I was visiting has never mm. managed to scale. And mm. with the four of us that visited him all did it in the first go, which I've never seen anyone get mm. more annoyed about something. When's he been? Tra- he's always been trying to scale it drunk on the way home. Probably, yeah. Rather than it's in the middle not, of the day. It's not a good time for rock climbing, is no. it? No. If you don't have yourself in a harness in the Caribbean, that's dangerous. In the Caribbean? In a Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> in a Caribbean. Is that what it's called? That little hook thing. Oh, that's right, yeah. 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 <laughs> so Trevor, like, he knows about climbing. you a climber? No, no. I, I, um, a bloke got stuck on a the wall. They used to have a climbing wall at my gym. Like, this fucking <laughs> idiot got pissed and then went up there without uh, any harness. Yeah. So he got to the top. But then he sort of freaked out and began to cry. <laughs> and he was like crying, bawling. He just stuck there, right? You're looking at like 60 feet, isn't it? Up a fucking yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. And he was just stuck there, just could not move, completely frozen and crying because he thought he was going to fall and of course. die. Yeah. And uh, they had to call the fire department and oh. sort of rescue him. Yeah, so it's like total humiliation. Oh. So he must have been quite. I struck him as a bloke who's like, yeah, I can climb this without any safety gear. And he's really gone from cocky, yeah. cool guy to man crying. Yeah. Sort of a climbing yeah, that's right. He managed to sober up. Like yes. as he literally went up a wall. Yeah, I'm a, a very bad climber. I, I, I've got no natural coordination for climbing. It involves doing quite a lot climbing. Yeah, you but just, I mean, you've got good upper body strength. Yeah, yeah, you? I'm good in the gym and all that, but I, I just got no desire to go up. Bishop in chess. Just go one direction. Is that true? No, chess. I've got one of the weirdest analogies. I was going to go no, well because none of them don't, go up or down. They all go sort of forward, no backwards, and no, it goes diagonally. Bishops mm. do. Bishops go diagonally, mate. I mean, I'm not. What's the other one? What's rook? A rook. I meant to say a rook, rook goes just horizontally. Yeah, yeah. Are you a chess player? No, I, I admire the principle. It's a highly intelligent, uh, strategic game. But it's not for you. <laughs> I prefer drafts, to be honest. Drafts. Well, yeah. I prefer drafts. Yeah, I like drafts, yeah. yeah. It's for simpletons, really, drafts, isn't it? it is, Anyone yeah. can play it, but it's very enjoyable. From a distance, it looks like you're playing chess. That's what's good about it drafts. It looks like you're playing If you play, if you play drafts in a park, yeah, from yeah. a distance, everyone will be like, yeah, chess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Actually, it's playing draft. Little do they know, you're just playing hopscotch <laughs> on a chessboard, which essentially is what it is. You have to play for money and make it interesting. I do. Is that a point? Can you, you gamble? I didn't think you were a gambler. Yeah, I can be a gambler. Have you got a gambler? Have you had any serious betting? Yeah, I have. Not here so much, uh, but on the poker machines in Australia. Pokies. Fucking weakness. Um, you told me when we first met a story where it ended with gambling, but you st- it started with you getting locked locked out of your house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's got. That, I mean, it's not. Do you remember this? I God. do remember. That. I think yeah, I got a lot locked out of the house. I was in my. I've got a flat in Sydney up on the second floor, and I was. I said I'd clean my flat up, so I was sort of taking stuff down from the house. Yeah, you know, the flat down to my lock-up garage downstairs. What are you wearing for this, Trev? Uh, underpants, flip flops, just underpants and flip flops. Uh, anyway, I did about six trips and I left my front door open. Then I became a bit paranoid. I thought, well, while I'm in the garage, someone could fucking like just come into the house, steal my laptop for some fucking reason. So I decided to uh, lock the door. So I checked the, these uh, uh, underpants had pockets on each side. Yeah, so I, had, I had the uh, otherwise known as shorts. Yes, yeah, they weren't really shorts. So they were no. pants with pockets. Yeah, that sounds like an invention. I would. Sounds like I've a crap never... present I would have got from my mum at some point yeah, in the last yeah, ten years. I've that's... never seen a pant with a pocket. Pant yeah. pockets. Yeah, they were like uh, un- yeah, had a big bulge at the front. So yeah. like they weren't short. They were but like... what eventuality are they made for? Yeah, like. The pockets. Well, yeah. Why would they put pockets yeah. on, a, on an underwear? Is it in case? Is it for the man that likes to clean in his, his house out in his underpants? Yeah, I mean, I suppose got. Why? I mean, pockets are useful, but yeah, at any time, aren't they? Really. <laughs> 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 That's a great tagline for yeah. pockets. Yeah. How many times have you thought, "Fuck, I've only had a pocket now." Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, I was up and down the stairs, and uh, what happened was, I, I said, "I'm going to shut the front door." It doesn't. Not, no need to worry. I've got the front door key here, so I, I, I shut the door, and I just reached into my pocket just to check, and it was the garage door oh, key. So oh, I fucking locked myself out. You know what I mean? So then I start going off my head, "You fucking idiot!" and blah blah blah. And Theo, he was my neighbour, Greek neighbour from downstairs. He pokes his head out of his flat and says, "What's going on, Trevor?" I said, oh, "Well, fucking, fucking locked out." You know what I mean? And then he said, "You want my telephone?" I said, "My ex-wife, she lives about three miles away. Uh, she got a spare key." So I grabbed his phone and I, I, I called her and I said, "Listen, you got to come and fucking let me into the flat." She said, "No, I'm not not coming." <laughs> I said, no, you fucking, I'll pay the tax fare. No, it's just a waste of money. I said, no, yeah, I need, this is like an emergency. Fucking, he said, no, you'll have to meet me at Bankstown Station. So, okay. About three stops on the train. So I couldn't get, I had nothing to wear. I just had my underpants and the fucking thongs. So Theo lends me uh, like a dollar. He only had a dollar on him. Give me some change for the train fare. I've got no money on the yeah. door. So I go to White, it's about 110 degrees heat. I'm burning on the way to the station, like laser fucking beams into my back. Did he not, so he didn't lend you a t shirt? <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. That is so true. If you're a train fare, but no clothes. It was almost like in his head, it's like, I'll help him a bit, but yeah. I, this will be a better story if I don't lend him any clothes. No, so I walked to Wiley Park Station, I ate, it's about an eight minute walk in blazing heat, and I'm, yeah. I'm very white skinned, I was just burning like fuck, you know what I mean? And I get on the train, I'm like fucking, I fucking, you know, going off my head. Are people, people looking at you weird. Yeah, they are, thinking yeah, like mad yeah, fucking. I get to Bankstown Station and she's there to meet me. She thinks it's fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? She's so funny. <laughs> then she gives me the key and I said, look, give me train fare back home. She said, no, I just fucking jump on the train. I said, yeah, but they might have an inspector on. So she said, no, I'm not giving you anything. 
you know, go, fuck. So I'm on the train going back and I'm stressed out. I'm thinking an inspector would come on. I've got no ticket. I get a $200 fine. You so, need pants. That's yes, a relatively yeah, good excuse. Yeah, that's right. They have got pockets in it. So well. you, <laughs> could just put, you could have money in your pockets. <laughs> pockets are not useful, Trevor. So anyway, I've got, at least I've got my fucking key. Yeah, so, right. Anyway, I get back to my flat and uh, I put the key in the fucking lock. It doesn't turn. She gives me the wrong key. Oh, so check it on purpose. No, no, this is how it panned out. So this is so I'm going off my fucking head. So uh, so Theo comes out again and what's wrong? Oh, she gave me the wrong key, the dopey slut, you know what I mean? So I'm going off my head. And um and then uh, anyway, so he gives me a um a telephone. I'll call up a locksmith. He said, Just call a locksmith, this is fucking ridiculous, you know what I mean? So anyway, I called the locksmith, hundred and twenty five dollars for a visit. But, but he, anyway, he's on his way, right. And then I reach into the other pocket, oh fuck, there's not a key there. Oh fuck, that's the key she gave me. And fucking that was the front door key. And then I go, Well fuck I don't need the locksmith now, I don't want to pay. Hang on, did you put the same garage door key back yeah, in again yeah, before yeah, that was yeah, the garage door key. <laughs> you only got two pockets yeah, yeah, in two yeah, keys. Yeah, yeah. Surely <laughs> try the second I one know, at one point. I know, just fucking <laughs> anyway, so I thought, well the locksmith is on his way. You know what I mean? And uh, so I, I phoned him up and said, listen, mate, uh, don't worry about it. I've got in. He said, um, oh, no, fucking, uh, I'm nearly there, mate. Fucking, you know what I mean? So I'm going, fuck. Anyway, rather than going in my flat to hide, I thought, fuck it, I'll go down there. I'll hide in the garage. I fucking idiot. I should have gone back into the flat, but I didn't do that. I shut the door again. I, I hid in the garage. And then when I come out of the garage about 20 minutes later, I see him jumping in his little, jumping in his little locksmith car, and he's going. I thought, fucking made it, mate. I didn't have to pay him 125 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I go, I'm fucking really happy, and I go up, still in my underpants and fucking flip flops or whatever, and uh, I go back to the flat, put the key in, and the fucking key would not go into the lock. What the fucker had done, he'd snapped the key off in the lock. He had to fuck me up because I didn't, I didn't pay him the 125 dollars. <laughs> Never piss off a locksmith, so mate. I start going off my head again. I start going. <laughs> Good phrase, I, I go totally off my head. And um, <laughs> anyway, then I go, well, I've got to get into this fucking flat, you know what I mean? So uh, I decided to call the locksmith back up. So I had, <laughs> same one? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah, one, right. yeah. But I, I, I had 50p uh, no, piece in my pocket. Not enough for a train fare, but enough for a phone call. Yeah. So I walked up the Wiley Park Hotel, another eight-minute walk, blazing fucking heat, burnt to fuck, you know what I mean? So I phoned him up and then... Uh, <laughs> I said, listen, mate, I've got to have this fucking locksmith. He, uh, well, mate, you're going to have to pay $125, you know, for him to come back out again. I said, well, all right, fuck. So I give him the uh, credit card details, pay the you know, $250 for two visits on the credit card. I've remembered all the details. And then uh, and then I go back to my flat and waiting for an hour. And then I go, fuck. And then Theo comes back by then. So I, I phoned him. I've used Theo's fucking phone to phone this locksmith. Where are you, mate? What the fuck going on? And he said, uh, oh, listen, sorry, mate, we're going to send somebody out, but you sounded really upset. We thought it might turn violent. So our locksmith just refused to come out. I said, no, I'm all right. Fuck me. I'm fucking calm. I'm calm. Fucking don't worry. I'm nearly fucking crying. I'm calm, mate. No. He, said, uh, he said, okay. So anyway, they send another, another fucking hour wait. The younger locksmith comes oh, out and he goes up. He, he checks my fucking lock, pulls half a key out. So that's when I know the other twat yeah, yeah, had yeah. fucking snapped a key off my lock, yeah, which is like, uh, like it's a crime actually to do that shit. And probably anyway. trying to call a locksmith out and then hide in the garage. That's right. You weren't a victim. <laughs> no, 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 that's fucking dishonest. And then anyway, so anyway, I'm back in my flat. He got me back in there, and I start to cry. Like I'm just five hours of saga lasted. So I'm just fucking crying. I, I couldn't control myself. I was just pants. crying. And I have a shower, and so I'm going to go out and not get pissed. You know what I mean? Fuck this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I went down to a local football club and. Uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm had a lot of about seven or eight beers, a lot, lot for me, so I'm quite pretty pissed. 
Then I'm coming you in. You're in your pants? Eh? You're still in your pants? I've not changed. Oh, I've changed. Okay, right. had, had, had my good shirt on the whole lot. So um, anyway, so I'm pissed. I'm coming out thinking about the $250 I've lost and all the drama, you know what I mean? It's a fucking traumatic day. And I'm, I'm passing a fucking poker machine. I put a dollar coin in. I go fucking bang. And I hit the $250 jackpot. So I got all my fucking money back, right? And, uh, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that there must be... I don't know what the moral to the story was. I've got no idea. There must be a moral. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good moral. No. Yeah, maybe. Says, I, I thought maybe living in a tent where a front door's not an issue may, may have been the moral, I don't know. But, the, uh, <laughs> but that traumatised... Yeah, because that's about the third time I've been locked out of my flat. The third time? Yeah, the third time. Jesus I, Christ. I've never been locked Is that why you bought pants with pockets? Because you thought that would avoid that happening? Was that like after the second no, time? No, I never thought of that. It never crossed my mind. I, I, just, I think they were given to me, the, the uh, underpants. Well, so do you, have you, you've had a locksmith out a few times off the back of that, have you? Yeah, another time... I, I hid my spare key under a, a fucking pebble, a white pebble. You know when you keep a spare key outside? Yeah. I, I had my the spare key under a pebble, white pebble, the only pebble in the whole area, this patch of land. It's a pebble and hid it under a picture yeah. of a key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's in a sand pit, just yeah. one pebble. Yeah, yeah. 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 fucking tatter of a key on, on the fucking rock yeah. or something. But the, anyway, I get locked down in my fucking window. It doesn't matter, I've got my... Where my key is, so I go there. What they'd done, some fucker had dumped about a ton of white pebbles on that same spot. And I was like, didn't know, you know what I mean? I go, this is unbelievable. And uh, there's like a thousand pebbles that the exact same size as the pebble I hid my fucking key under. So I'd go and go up and head there three hours looking for this fucking key. And then I couldn't find I, I knew a friend of mine was a, a burglar, there's a cat burglar. I didn't know cat burglars yeah. specifically were real. Yeah. And also like the fact that your mate, that's what his official sort of job is. I'm oh, doing a course for him. He's not a nice young bloke. What's convicted. the difference in this burglar? Yeah, a cat, cat burglar. burglar. A cat burglar. Does he wear a little mask? Stealthy. No, stealthy. He's a stealthy one. Right? Yeah, the up and down walls and you know, no. very agile. So yeah. a burglar is just a smash and grab type. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, he's like an artist. Yeah. Like, so, uh, <laughs> he's like Catherine Zeta Jones. Anyway, I called him and he's like, no worries, Trevor. He got into my flat like up fucking walls. Yeah, he got me out. Oh, I was back in there in about 10 seconds, fucking brilliant. I thought you should have courses in cat burglary at fucking school, so... Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's a very That's useful great. skill. It's a great bloke to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to my first ever gay bar. I realised I'm 30 and I'm liberal, so I'm like, yeah. You know, I think, hey, I'm cool with gay. You know, I must have been to loads. I realised it's the first time I've actually been in the gay bar with really? my wife and her friend, and mm. I don't know if this is like an arrogant thing. It's not, not from a place of ill will or hatred or anything. I was just like, I'm going to go in here, and I was like, sort of, I, don't know, I just thought... I'm going to get chatted up so many times in there. I just assumed I'd get chatted up a lot. Mm. No gay guy tried oh, to chat me up. And then in my head, rather than go, oh, I just thought, ah, they probably yeah. know I'm straight. Rather than they just, maybe just they don't, don't want to, they don't fancy me or have it off me. But in my head, I was like, they just, they just, they just know. Yeah. They can smell it on me. Yeah. Have you ever had, been to a gay bar before? Yeah, a bloke, uh, it wasn't a gay bar, but he, he was like a normal bar, but he's, Chatted, it seemed a nice bloke. He said, you want a lift home? And I said, oh, all right. So he gave me a lift. This is in Canberra. So he gave me a lift home. And then I said, out of politeness, I want to come in for coffee. So he came in. And <laughs> he sort of, it's already escalated. Yeah, it's right. straight out of the movies, mate. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Never say and coffee. Coffee yeah, being right. sex. Yeah, yeah, no. Is that, that yeah, it's for, it's sex. A glass of water and yeah, a no, chat before you drive home. Yeah, no, it was back then. This is in the 80s. It was going for coffee. But yeah. I had no sexual intent whatsoever. And uh, But then he comes in and he, he sees... a. 
I had a bodybuilding magazine on the table. They said, oh, you do bodybuilding? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he's get, you've given him so far. Yeah. Every <laughs> try that is possible. Yeah, You're also right. just a dildo collector. Yeah. Yeah. Them on the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> just a big sorry. fan. Of then, so I'll move all them dildos off the table. Sorry, yeah, sorry mate. Then he says to me, what, do you do the poses? Like, oh, yeah, fucking, I know, you know posing routines and the whole bit. So at no point do you think he's gay here? No, not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> fucking no. Then he said to me, uh, he said to me, um, uh, I'd, I'd love to see you do some of the poses. There's such an, an artistry uh, to it. You know, <laughs> Such a good shout, mate. He's yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so I, I get my gear girl. off, just mind the pants oh, again, down and mind the pants. He's like, why have you got pockets in your pants? Yeah. He's had no pockets. And, uh, the, uh, but anyway, I'm doing all the poses, like, you know, fucking biceps and all that kind of stuff, lats. And uh, then he says to me, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but uh, I've got an erection. <laughs> And that, that, that was the clue then. That yeah, was, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big uh, clue. Okay, right. Reading you loud and clear, It was also mate. the politest come on ever, yeah. isn't I it? I don't mind me saying this, but uh, currently I've got an erection. Mate, but, but saying but that's like is, a, someone in a bar. <laughs> but as he's saying this, mate, my fucking housemate comes in the room and there's like this bloke sitting on the fucking sofa with an erection. I'm still doing the poses, you know what I mean? Because I thought, yeah, he wanted... It looks very compromised. It, look, it looks like I'm, I'm gay. I mean, you know the whole I mean? story looks like you're gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does, doesn't it's it? It's one of the gayest stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gayer than two men having sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this was in the 80s. This is, it's, different, it's a different climate now. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, back then, yeah, yeah you'd fucking, you had the Catholic well, guilt and you couldn't. Oh, what you mean? As in, oh, as, I'm with you. Sorry, yeah, I thought you no, meant back then, everyone. Of course. So your flatmate was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was he quite tolerant? Was he. Oh, no, no. Word would get around that I was in a bloke. I'd, I'd be like living in shame. Sorry, you were the I was in a bloke. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 it would, a rumour had spread that I'm gay, and yeah. they'd be very harsh. They'd say, oh, you fucking love to fuck blokes. It'd be all that kind of stuff. You know, oh, like, really? Yeah, Trev loves to fuck blokes and all but that did, kind you of stuff. Sort of, did you explain the story? Because it's quite, you know, it's not... No, no, bit. I didn't really. I, I, when I saw him the next day, I was, I was too fucking embarrassed to fucking mention it, really. So you yeah. never mentioned it to him no, again? No, I never mentioned it again. <laughs> You know, afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, I couldn't believe it anyway. You, no, you I know what you mean. Yeah, you yeah, mean yeah, even yeah, you yeah. telling me that Retelling that story, uh, let's say 30, he must have been like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was nailed on. Turns out he's just an absolute <laughs> cocktease. He posed to me in yeah, hands, guys. Yeah, 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 body prick I was prick teasing him. <laughs> fucking prick teasing Trevor. Unintentional prick tease. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I am going, actually, and uh, I mean, an Australian in an art gallery, that's a bit like Trump at the White House. Very unexpected. So how do you think you got on with uh, this week's homework, Trev? What was it again? Well, there was, there <laughs> was, was a few bits. There was a few bits. The, uh, one, for, well, one of them we know went relatively well because we went yeah. with you yeah. to make sure you got there. We went to an art exhibition. We went to see an Anselm Kiefer exhibition. Oh, German, that's right. A German painter and sculptor. Yeah, that was right. Bit of culture we decided to do. Bit of culture. Lovely. For you, Carl's a big culture vulture. Mm. I'm. Uh, I'd say you're. I'm in your league, actually, Trev. For I'm not a huge. Things I went to a school where you were forced to learn a lot. Yeah. When I have to do it recreation now, I fight that urge. I appreciate it, but it's got to be close by. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> ideally in Tesco. <laughs> this was one of my yeah, favorite things because yeah. <laughs> his stuff and some Kiva stuff is very large scale, yeah, industrial looking. Uh, and I think, I think one of your, your first comments was about how much effort he'd made. I, I... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He had, what, 30 hospital beds, didn't he, that were made out of lead? Was it he had lead? Uh, blankets and fuck knows, whatever it was, lead, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And then he had uh, massive paintings, which were, again, like peeled-back lead. Yeah, yeah. And everything was lead. No, I, I came to the conclusion that it must be the world's heaviest fucking art exhibition. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's and, such uh, a good review of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an art exhibition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not about the meaning, just yeah. is this will weigh a lot. No, but I, I did, I, I thought on an artistic level, it's, um, I, I mean, some of the paintings were quite good, but I think the other stuff just required a lot of fucking work and effort there was one that i saw and i was like to carl i was like you know i don't know you know it's modern so you want to be like modern not anyone could do it there was one he mm. called it thor and it was an anvil with a hammer next to it on a bit of wood and that was all it was so he hadn't done it he just put an anvil on a bit of wood with a hammer and called yes. it thor and i was like i reckon i could have done i could have done that yeah. that's not a lot of that's there's right. not a big yeah. leap in that one you could have it like a guitar case with a turd on it and, and um and, and that could maybe have some artistic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying yeah, is, you can have a sword on like a stone yeah, and go you like, could have picked like anything. Lancelot. Yeah, I mean, why yeah, an anvil? It could have been fucking anything, you know what I mean? Like out of, out of your house or something, I don't know, an alarm clock with a dead bird <laughs> next to it. With, you know with a dead bird next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dead birds, because we, we went, me and Trevor had a coffee before <laughs> some weird change yeah, of topic, but we had yeah, yeah. coffee while we were waiting for you yeah. before going to the art gallery. Yeah, yeah. You told me a story about, I think, with your ex-wife's family... Mm. In China, with the with the birds. Yeah, that's to, right. Yeah, something yeah. to do with that. China uh, had is, a had a weird campaign yeah, to back, kill birds. Uh, 1950s, this was. They uh, they were uh, they thought a problem with starlings. The starlings, you know, the bird, the starlings were yeah. eating all the crops. So they decided we need to wipe the fuckers out. Yeah, uh, we have to need a, like an extermination campaign to get rid of all the starlings. Okay, so how do we do it? And they, literally all of them. They were going to all wipe out a species. Yeah, I've, I've like, never even struck me as starlings an annoying. I don't think I could pick a starling out of a bird lineup. If I'm honest. 
Oh, they're like um, Blackbird. We call them probably Blackbird or some shit. The, uh, but the, they decided to kill the whole fucking lot. And so what they did, they come up with this scheme where they made noise. They made a lot of noise so the starlings could, couldn't land to rest. Right. So the whole co- my father-in-law was actually in on it. Like the entire, on it. yeah, the entire population of China came out, like from all across the country, they came out, and for like twenty-four-seven for about a fucking week, they just like banged, uh, you know, saucepans and screamed and whistled, and so when the starlings were, you know, obviously the starlings were, uh, yeah, they were fucking getting exhausted because every time they went to land, someone would start banging. They'd come up again. They'd go to land here, so a noise, and then so, come up again. So, so that, a nationwide noise. For, yeah, yeah. For seven to keep days. the starlings from landing, so they could, yeah, obviously, so they couldn't rest. Yeah. So eventually, the starlings were just fucked. You know, the men were flying like fucking uh, just exhaustedly yeah. around China, and they just started to drop out of the sky. They just fucking died of exhaustion. Couldn't <laughs> 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 they just moved? One thing birds have yeah, the ability yeah. to do is fly to another country. Yeah, it was probably the wrong time of year or something. Yeah. That they probably the ti- the Chinese uh, probably timed it just right. So they probably knew when the uh, when they migrate. <laughs> well, you're yeah. really sort of veering into guesswork here, Trev. Oh just, no, no, this they, is, you can start, You can check so it. You can Google it. You can Google it. Yeah. Well, so how do you get any sleep? How do you get any sleep for that week? No, no, they had like shifts. That shit. Comes in the night shift on Starlink. They just fucking, you know, drink wine and make a party out of it. And oh, okay. eat, uh, yeah, fucking eat and, festival, and make a lot of noise. Dead, when dead when the Starlings were approaching, they just, you know, yeah. the din would pick up and they wouldn't land and they, wow. they wiped, wiped them all out. But what happened then was that the, uh, the Starlings, uh, the insects the Starlings used to eat, they fucking reproduced, you know, mega. Yeah. And they ate all the crops. <laughs> and. <laughs> And 43 million people starved to death. Oh, that was <laughs> not, don't yeah, make me right. laugh that loud and tell me that at the end, Yeah, trip. that's right. That it's was, really long. It was a, a disaster, really. And, uh, <laughs> it's not brought on by themselves. It was not yeah, that, that's that, right. that, 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 that was a man-made disaster. disaster. Oh, I said the Starlings were giving them the fucking middle feather, mate. Fuck you. Trev, that really, that came out of nowhere, that ending. That's not why. That's why forty-three million people died. Yeah, yeah, but it's a big population, China. That's like a hundred people dying in London. Really, it's like a. When you got, <laughs> still, yeah, but oh, when you I mean, got one... maths, I reckon the maths are off. But <laughs> that is. Uh... You're really annoyed if you had a crap week's sleep. Yeah, yeah, forty-three uh, million people. It's hard to fucking imagine. No, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, well, do you know what? That's quite a bleak. Yeah. That's a bleak ending to what was a comedy podcast. But that ending actually sort of links to the exhibition. It was pretty bleak. Well, so, yeah, I mean, lead you, beds. You, you kept trying to say uh, quite pretentious phrases about life and death. I kept, I kept trying to say when you're walking around a gallery, right? Mm-hmm. All you've got to do is because. I feel when I'm in a gallery, I don't know if producer Joel's into them, but I find there's a lot of pressure mm. to look like you know what's happening. So what you just yeah. loudly say well, is stuff lead like... Lead is not a, an uplifting metal, is it? It's not. See, in, in, uh, yeah, but they worked in lead mines, tin mines in Australia, like the Cornish workers came out and they ate pasties because you'd get uh, the stuff under your fingernails. Oh, yeah. The, all kinds of poison. And so you had pasties so you could actually have something to grip on. Oh, on the back yeah. handle. Yeah, that handle is like a handle. So, you're not, the pasty, so yeah. in historically, you're not meant to eat the hand, the pasty no, handle? No, no, you're not. No. That's, really? where you, that's where you... Yeah. Oh. Full so, of poison. That, full of poison. Full of lead. Back then, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah. Back then, yeah. Back then not now. Eat Cornish pasty yes, companies. They're meant to eat like a bit of watermelon. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Just leave the little sort of telephone bit, the crunchy bit. 
The crunchy <laughs> bit sometimes is the best bit. I think it's not, it not back then, though. Yeah, not back then, no. It absorbed all, all of them. Terrible yeah, way to die. Poison. How do you get. Do you know you're poisoned by a yeah, pasty. Fucking pasty. Yeah, yeah, it's pasty. Yeah, it's What an idiot. Fucking pasty. Really sad. Yeah, yeah. We start talking about asbestos, weirdly. And you told me you're. Like asbestos is really bad. It's like you know, mm. but you told me you know part of your like you've got a lot of phobias and stuff, and that's one of your big ones. Yeah, that's a very big one actually. I, um, I with building sites, I never go near a building site like an industrial building site. I, I sometimes I run past it, and people go, oh, "Fucking, you're always running past fucking industrial sites." <laughs> so you'll be walking with someone. Yeah, hold see... my breath. I'll take a deep breath and just sprint. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you, but even if you're walking with someone, yeah, yeah. So just out of nowhere, I'm making an excuse. Do you I'm, tell them what's happening? No, no, no I'm making an excuse. So you're not worried about their safety. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I know, but they should have educated themselves about the dangers. <laughs> but what's your excuse for holding your breath and running past a building site? No, I'll, I'll, I'll make up some excuse that um, oh, is that the bus or some shit like that? I'll, yeah, I'll just, I'll just break in a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the picture painter found I'm worth a 300 word poem is a little bit futile, so I'm off to bed. Alright, now it's time for Trevor's poem. This is where you write us a poem each week based on our. Yeah, this is about my yoga tasks. class. So you went back, you went so back, you went to, back yoga. to yoga? I did, I went back. So obviously, we said it before, but you just didn't. Yeah, bother. yeah, but I sort of wrote the poem before the class. Hang on, so I'll let, I'll let you down because I. Uh, yeah, you didn't I, do the yoga properly I, I the first pretend, time. I pretended to go and then. Hang on, the first time, did you not even go to the yoga class? No, no. Just, oh, you what an asshole! You just fully made up the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because last time you saw, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, then Julia, <laughs> such a naughty boy. Yeah, then Julia shamed me. She said, "Oh, everyone's working to try and save your career and fucking, you know." You know um, <laughs> so you just fully. Yeah, that is yeah, it. Yeah, I really want to listen to the audio of the first episode. You just. Yeah, we were asking you about the class, and you were just fully like a. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't no. even think you'd made that up. No, I did go. Anyway, so it's time so for you, Trevor's So you actually have now gone to the... So this is your yeah, first time at a yoga class. Yeah, I went on Wednesday, last Wednesday. But you still... Did you write this poem before yeah, the poem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wrote... Well, let's hear the poem. Let's hear the poem. Let's about yoga okay. class. I went to yoga class tonight to stretch my ageing spine, get rid of all the tension and get my vertebrae aligned. My slipped and bulging discs were given some respite. I met my inner self and even increased my height. A class of middle-aged people, some as stiff as me, all sitting on our mats with that elegant yogi. She had our attention, she held our focus, we followed her directions and settled into lotus. There was a moment of embarrassment not long from the start, and the spiritual silence, someone dropped a fart. <laughs> regardless of evolution, regardless of God's decrees, we are still animals when someone cuts the cheese. <laughs> The instructor moved from pose to pose, poetry in motion as my admiration rose. The crane, the cat, the cobra all made it to the mat. I was struggling with a monkey and nearly fucked my back. <laughs> the eagle, peacock and camel poses were the others that she knew. Throw in lion, tortoise and frog and I was in a fucking zoo. <laughs> Finally back to Lotus for closing meditations to meet my inner self and ask for explanations. Where had he been hiding? Why leave me in this hell? And then I suddenly realised he was a twat as well. That's <laughs> nice, Trev. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I'm guessing some of those animal poses aren't real. Oh, they are. Oh, are they yoga. Real. Yep, Even yep. a monkey? Yes, yep, yep. So did you do any of these actual poses in the class? Yeah, I tried, yeah. So what was the... Hang on, so who was in the class this time? Because you just made it up It was before. me, uh, a gay fella, who was probably the best in the class, and there was another bloke who wasn't too bad. The instructor then me, I was fucking hopeless. Like How that. did it become 
How was it like announced that he was a gay man? I know oh, it was fairly obvious it was gay. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I, Coming from a bloke I, who went to someone's house and did poses in muscle man no, no, no. and didn't think the guy was gay. I'm not trusting no, your gaydar, no, Trev. No, no, your gaydar no. is fucked, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no right, I've okay. got an instinct for it. Oh, now. okay. Now yeah. you have. All right. Did you, yeah. did you even invite him back for coffee? No, no, no. Okay. Like that. But no, he was very good, actually. Oh, he was like good. A, okay. I was very flexible. Were you the oldest in the class? Yeah, yeah. What did you wear for it then? Underpants and flip flops. The. <laughs> Did you actually go underpants and flip flops? No, I had my tracksuit. Okay. And uh, yeah, just a fucking top. It was very difficult. I mean, I, I thought I would be a little bit better than I was. I was just fucking hopeless, really. I mean, it's. Uh, was the instructor, was it a man? A stri- Australian bloke. Oh, was he? Was he quite. Um, I always find that you can get different when you get quite. Sp- I used to have a guy called Howard who was very. Who looked, he was 52 but looked about 38. Mm. And he was. He talks about like coconut oil and was like. I got the vibe. He um, ended up having sex with a lot of the women yeah, in the oh, class. Was, was your guy quite um, spiritual or macho? Oh, no, it wasn't spiritual. What was his name? Uh, was it Stephen? I'm not sure. It could have been Stephen. Okay. Yeah. I oh, know an Aussie. You know, back and going. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, nice bloke. We, yeah. we uh, chatted and uh, all the rest of it. But I thought his balance and poise and fucking flexibility were really uh, very very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He could, I can bench press fucking a lot of weight and he can't. So yeah, it's horses of course. <laughs> Fucking, uh, that's a funny, I love that. It's that's like some, competitive that's nature there. Just like, you know, it's amazing. Barry, yeah. I definitely <laughs> benchmark him. Completely benchmark Stephen, but sources, of course, it's gone. It's the only time that phrase has ever been used there. Yeah. I wasn't cool. running on Clapham Common to get younger people run past me, like, like you know, if I get off the track, the old cunt or whatever, you know, the way they yeah. run. I said, well, let me go to the gym, mate. See how much you fucking bench. <laughs> So we gave you another task, Trev, yeah. which was um, do something nice every day for Julia. Yeah, I've always do, do, done something a little bit nice. Always. Um, oh yeah, I make a cup of teas several times a day. <laughs> I give her my Jaffa cakes from my stash, the official. I stash. Yeah, 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 keeping yeah, it currently. Uh, actually, I'm in the. I've got my own uh, crisper in the fridge. She can't go near it. I'd let her touch it. <laughs> It's my own crisper. It's your own crisper. Isn't that a sort of like section? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it a tupperware? Down the bottom. Oh, yeah, it's the fruit and veg bit. There's two, and there's one that's the sacred spot of the fridge. Yeah, of course there is. Do you keep your Jaffa cakes in the fridge? Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, much better. Much nicer. Does it not affect the soft parts, the biscuity cake parts? Oh, no, 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 no. It makes the chocolate hard, which I like, you know what I mean? It's much better in the fridge. Well, what's in your crisper, Trev? Uh, Talk us through your sort got, of key um, items. At the moment, I'm just fucking taking stuff out, but I've got six, four eggs, uh, some Jaffa cakes, some hummus, some parmesan cheese. Uh, <laughs> could be... Oh, and I've got some smoked fish. That's an eclectic mix of yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I can understand why you wouldn't want anyone to take yeah, those invaluable like, items. What's that game? Julie, you're about smoked fish again. The game we used to play. Oh um, yeah, guess guess what I'm eating. Guess what I'm eating. Which uh, when there was different games, there was a uh, guess what shop mm. I'm in. Guess what shop I'm in. Guess what I'm eating. But there was one way if you see what somebody's got in their shopping basket, you've got to guess what they're making for dinner. Oh right. Yeah, do you remember? Was it? Wasn't it you? I once oh, yeah, texted. Was it. Yeah. There was uh, <laughs> a guy in front of me in the, shop, in the supermarket had a basket. He had four cans of stout. He had uh, a big block of cheddar. 
mm. and he had like um, just some like Bakewell tarts or something. And I texted the ingredients to Chris and went, right, what's he making? And he came back with cheesy beer cakes. <laughs> <laughs> cheesy beer cakes, mate. So um, you think you this week did something nice for Judy every day? Uh, made a cup of tea. Oh, oh I said, oh, I said you want a cup of tea. I don't, I don't fucking yeah, enjoy I think that's, making it. You're, you're not just going to risk making a cup if it's going to go undrunk. Yeah, no. do you enjoy doing things for other people? I don't. I, I do it, but I don't actually enjoy it. Do you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I like. Do you know? I get this sort of weird yeah. sense of altruism. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? About mm. how like I love, I love helping a woman carry a baby up some stairs at a train station in a pram. Like, like I and I, cause I in my head, I think I've done my good. Oh yeah, it's okay. like a, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's sort of selfish. Yeah, you're going, well, it makes it me is. feel good to have oh, done right, that good right. thing. And yeah. also, it's but nice. overall, it does do. And like, you've still it's done still a nice better thing. thing than being an arsehole to someone. And yeah, that's right. Do you give your seat up to people on trains? Uh, yeah, if they're old and feeble and shit like that, <laughs> feeble. Yeah, have a seat. Because I mean, we're all we all do things for selfish reasons. Like Mother Teresa didn't help, obviously help people because she liked doing it. It's for why, selfish reasons. Why did she do it? Oh, it probably gave her a sense of fulfilment, yeah. and uh, you know, also well, she was doing it for religious reasons as well, which I suppose yeah come down to some selfish yeah, yeah, nature. It doesn't don't come they? down to the selfish gene, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Gandhi, you, do you reckon he was selfish? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 and you said that so, so like, of course he is. Of course he was Gandhi, mate. Yeah. He was the worst. Yeah. He was such a prick. I, I, I reckon he'd hog his fucking Jaffa cakes, Gandhi. Yeah. Wouldn't give yeah. you a. Hey. Smoked fish. Jaffa no cakes. Fish. Yeah. He turned violent if he took one of his Jaffa cakes, I'm sure of it. But I think the. Uh, it's all but you about, could bench press more than him, so. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's all. It's all yeah. uh, Imagine he was secretly well art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's all about. Um, he, he used to sleep with young virgins and not touch them, part of a, testing his willpower. Oh, what, to sleep next to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the bed. They'd be totally naked. He'd, he'd be Producer Joel. So we'd does a test of willpower. Yeah, yeah, Why not just he, test he, it by not sleeping with yeah. us? Yeah, that's right. Terror, <laughs> hates to be a guinea pig in that experiment. Yeah, yeah. Goes, oh, tonight I failed, guys. Sorry about that. I'll check, Andy. Yeah, there's loads of things. You can test, like, yeah, yeah. I don't test, like, Apparently, not wanting to kill someone by yeah, yeah, yeah. holding a knife to someone's throat for yeah, yeah, an yeah. hour yeah, see yeah. if I could go through with Making them attack my family. He was, was never tempted, apparently. Really? Mm. He was tempted enough to get in a bed with him. Fucking idiot, really. Yeah. I would have shagged both of them. But the, uh... <laughs> 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 You'd have shagged candy in the other. And, yeah. and at no point would you have thought it was anyway gay. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Trev. Should we read Julie's yeah, email? Do, let's, do, let's do Julie's email. Yeah, okay. um, all right, so you said you've been doing some nice things. We'll read the whole email. Uh, she's given us an update on you. Okay. Uh, she said you've been a good chap this week. Mm. He was sociable on Saturday night and had dinner with two of my friends and didn't dominate the conversation or do anything to make me wince. That's, nice. <laughs> That's a good sign, isn't it? You didn't yeah. ruin a dinner party. Mm. Sunday, he agreed to come for drinks with our ex-neighbour. So. Tenuous link to somebody's yeah. for a drink. <laughs> he's probably has let Trevor in the house before. Which so. really, it really was a stretch, as he's not that keen on just a drinks party with a bunch of people he considers elderly. Yeah. <laughs> How old are they? Really? Uh, 70, 60, mid 60s, or whatever. Uh, um, so you're not, not a believer in the wisdom of the old? Well, very few of them are wise. They have a track record of being wise. Like, yeah, they're fucking wise, but they're not. They're all fucking idiots, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hats off, he agreed to come. However, yeah. by the time he'd waited half an hour for the bus and the journey was about 45 minutes, he'd lost the will to live and he went home. Oh, he didn't even go? No, I didn't go. Oh, it was fine. Monday, he graciously agreed to have lunch with me and my aunt and was perfectly nice with her. 
He's suffering from amnesia, unfortunately, or at least he's forgotten how to cook rice or make a salad or any of those things he finds essential to life. So that fails. Mm. That falls to me. So she's done all the cooking again. Yeah. Um, she said, what was the task? To do something nice for me every day. Well, he's not done anything not nice. Which is a weird <laughs> way of saying it. Yeah. But I've, I've not been surprised by anything out of the ordinary. You shared a pan au chocolat the other day. About I did, actually. That's I'll nice give, give a half of one. <laughs> That's very rare from you. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. to call this Jaffa cakes. Yeah. So, uh, Trev, thanks a lot. Right. Yep. So, we firstly found out, Carl, that it turns out episode one, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> he just lied about doing yoga like a little like, Actually, school. like a little kid who didn't do his homework. That is so, unreal. So, then he did go to it and he didn't mind it. Yeah. But he, And it was all sort of, and he's, it was all kind of, it was five guys. It was kind of yeah. Seems to like make. He, actually, he some, actually made some friends, not friends, but like, you know, you he know. spoke to. He had some details to this story because yeah. he actually did it. Yeah, yeah. So he so he sort of felt guilty. Did yoga? Do you think he did it just so he could write the poem about it? Well, again, we he likes doing, he a, poem. doing a poem. So maybe that's, that's, that's we just start setting him tasks based on what we think he'd like to write a poem about. I think he felt guilty, so he sort of made himself. Go. Yeah. But anyway, at least he's done it now. Yeah. He some improvement to, from week one. Absolutely. And he also seemed to enjoy the exhibition. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't blown away, but you know he took it in. He didn't, he didn't dismiss it. He sort of like me he was like needs more, needs some. My same, get a couple of golf buggies in there, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be. not going to introduce that. So he didn't. He seems to. He, he went and he seemed to relatively enjoy it. Yeah, um, and with the nice tasks thing. Julia sort of said he didn't do anything not nice. I mean, he shared a pan of chocolate. Yeah, which actually is quite nice. He's all right. Yeah, he did some night. He didn't do anything not nice. Yeah, which is sort of what I expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was slightly above. I can't imagine him sorting like a like one of those weeks. planes out that puts like I love you in in skywriting. No, like, probably think it's chemtrails or something. <laughs> but <laughs> highlight for you, Carl. Um, I think my highlight is still the fact that when we were walking around the exhibition, uh, he described. I asked his sort of. I was like, "What are you think? What are you thinking?" And he just said, uh, "He thinks it's the heaviest exhibition he's ever seen, <laughs> just because the artists use loads of lead." So he basically took it in on a very technical level. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Thinking about the actual meaning. No, and stuff. Thought, that's that's a funny joke. There. What was your highlight? Um, of the week? Definitely him um, posing in pants for a <laughs> gay man he didn't realize was gay. <laughs> so I love that. That's, that's that is the innocence of. Of Trev sometimes this is what I love. But then to confidently say that he met a gay bloke at his yoga class and he didn't realise that a bloke who was in his house, he'd invited him for coffee yeah. and was making him do poses pants, didn't think he was gay. It's amazing. You know, he's just a different, he's a different beast, isn't he? He's a different beast. Anyway, that is the end so, of episode uh, four. Yeah, so, next, through these episodes. so episode five, I've I've given him the task of, because you've talked about this a lot, Carl. You've yeah. talked about wanting to be in shape and have a six pack. Yeah. You said you're going to have a six pack by the end of the year. It's not happened, Carl. No, it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to apologise or excuse it. It just but, didn't happen, mate. So this is for me. <laughs> this is mainly for me. I want Trev to be a teacher, turn the pupil oh. into the teacher. I want him to take you for an hour of weight training. I will absolutely do that. This is good. I I'm can't excited. Work. I'm excited. How weird are we going to look as a pair at the gym <laughs> together? <laughs> You've also, weirdly, for someone that doesn't really go to the gym, got uh, gym gloves, which I can't. I hope you still bring out. Uh, you I've got them from when I used to go to the gym. Yeah. But you didn't, so like, not, I didn't, you, didn't buy... you didn't go enough. I think you got to earn your gloves, and you didn't earn your gloves. I, I used I, that was there from like eight years ago when I went. To, I went to the gym a lot for about five months. All right, that's well, enough to get anyway, gloves. I want to see There's you, only... you and Trev go weight training. He's making me laugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already planning how I'm going to dress. Yeah, <laughs> so right, I'll do that. I'm uh, as a little task to do. Uh, I think 
I'm going to ask him to give Julia a lovely massage, right. a lovely cut, not like a dirty massage. Like a, I don't a lovely, know if he's got it in him to not do a dirty one. Like, who it? knows? Yeah, we'll um, so, yeah, I think it'd be nice, you know, something nice for her. Um, something I reckon he's got it in him as well. You know, he knows a bit about sort of the body. <laughs> so. Find out. Um, listeners, uh, two things as usual. First one, go on iTunes, five-star review, yes. right up. We don't want your cash, we just want your time yeah. and, your, and your words and your, yeah, and your, your stars. kind words. We want your stars, guys. Stars with cash, we want all of your bank details. <laughs> don't know what that means. No. Uh, do and that. And tell also, your friends as well. Tell your friends. Pass it on, spread the word. And uh, why not get in touch at Babysitting Trev on Twitter? You can get in touch, just um, tell us what you think. But also, we're looking for suggestions on things we're going to get Trev to do in, in season two. Because, um, you know. The more suggestions, the better. Yeah, we want to get up a, a, like, a really big list and then whittle it down to the best stuff. So you've got to know him by now. You know the sort of things that he's into, yep. what he's not into. What do you think would be fun for us to get Trevor to do? Right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Cheers for listening. Babysitting Trevor is a dot 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 production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.